Welcome to the second episode of the Varsity Spotlight, a Watertown Daily Times sports podcast. My name is Phil Sanzo, and I'm a sports writer for the Watertown Daily Times. And this week's guest is Beaver River running back Colin Nosher. Colin has been the lead back for the Beavers each of his past two seasons and began his 2018 campaign by rushing for 150 yards and two touchdowns versus Westmoreland. He and I discussed how he can build off a performance like last week's and how the Beavers can avoid a losing streak similar to like the one they experienced last year. We also touched on the football culture at Beaver River and how that could help the program grow its participation numbers. So without further ado, here is Colin Nosher. So, thank you for coming on. You guys, you uh, Beaver River beat Westmoreland. You guys beat them thirty-four to eight in your opening week. You yourself rushed for one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. When when you have a game like that, especially to start the season, how does that affect your next week of practice? Are you thinking about how your your prior performance, or are you just forgetting it and going to the next game? No, I mean I just I forget about it, and then we're moving on to the next game. I mean that's that's the way we got to do it all season, right? Do you scrutinize like some like when you play? Are you someone? Are you meticulous? Are you someone who like looks back and looks at all the things you may have done wrong that you want to improve on, or do you kind of forget about that stuff? Yeah, we do. Like after after our games, we actually have a film day. Okay. So we look at we look at our film, and of course, Wendecker picks out you know what we did wrong, what we did right. And then how we can fix them during the next week, and then prepare for next game. I know every every player is kind of different. Are you someone that enjoys film sessions, or do you find film sessions really useful for you in particular, or not so much? How do you? Yeah, really I do. Them? Yeah, I find them really helpful actually because you can, when you're in the game, you can't really everything's going so fast, you can't really pick apart what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. But with film, you can slow everything down, you know, and look at look at what you're doing wrong and how you can fix it. Are you someone, when, do you look at film just that one day or are you looking at it throughout the week? How, how do you we, utilize it? Well, we do it as a team the one day, but right. Coach Weindecker expects us, you know, to look at it all week and study, study up on us, how we did, and then study up on the next team we're going to be playing. So coming off the Westmoreland game, you in particular, what are some things you, you wish you could have done better? Um, rush for more yards, probably. <laughs> I mean, before the game, our game plan was to run the crap out of the ball, but right. when we started passing, I mean, it started it started working. So, and Sam did Sam did an awesome job in the first game, and he looked he looked way too comfortable. So you rush for 150 yards. How do you want to improve on that? Um, well, or well, let me rephrase it. What can you do to improve on that? Just practice harder every week, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, 150. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You guys started off three and one last, uh, three and zero oh last year, and then you kind of yeah. fell off after that. How can you avoid uh, something like? Well, actually, before we get to that, what do you think caused that? That drop I off. think once we got in that winning way, and then mm-hmm. as soon as we lost, we thought it was like over. Mm-hmm. Everyone got down, and I don't know. We just couldn't take it back up. How can you? Do you now is this team older now, and do you feel like this is you guys are more prepared to deal with if you in a situation when I, you when yeah, you do lose, you I won't do that. Our seniors, 
our seniors that experienced that last year are, you know, we're going to try and prevent that from this year if it if it happens. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, I mean, that was hard to go through last year. You, you're, and you're one of those seniors, right? Yeah. How? What are you kind of telling? What are you kind of telling the younger guys? Are you trying to trying to take that experience and as a leader, what are you really telling the younger guys to make sure that doesn't happen again? Um, when just to keep their heads up. I mean, right. You're never you're never out of a game, no okay. matter what the score is. You're you're never out of it. And like when when we start going downhill, I mean, we just gotta. Keep pushing through and get back, get back at that high again. I guess it's kind of ironic enough. I think the team that after you guys were three and zero, the team that beat you for the first time was in fact Westmoreland. Yes, it was Westmoreland. So <laughs> that was kind of last week was kind of some revenge. Right. It was. Is that even more of a pick me up? I mean, they were. I'm sure. Whereas Westmoreland was that game kind of circled on your calendar. Yeah, it was. I mean, last last year when we played them, it was our. Under the lights game, so I mean we run okay. lights, we got the word out, and and they embarrassed us. So right. I mean we were just looking to get revenge back at them. Does winning this game, and especially in the fashion that you did it, does that kind of take some? Pre- does that alleviate a lot of pressure that might have been? Yeah, it's up? huge. It's huge. You guys now have Sandy Creek coming up on Friday, um, a, a, another big game in their sectional game. Yeah. What are some? How are you preparing for them? Um, film. Actually, we're watching a lot of film. Mm-hmm. We're practicing their offense, how they run it. You know, I mean, how how our defense can adjust to that and stuff like that. Is there also is there a game throughout your schedule? Is there another game throughout your schedule that you kind of are looking forward to the most? Is there a game in your schedule that you like circle and you're like, this is the game. I this is the game that we're really gonna have to perform. Um, actually, probably Sandy Creek. Okay. That that game or Onondaga definitely. Uh, we played mm-hmm. we played Onondaga first round of sectionals last year. Right. Yeah, that game wasn't pretty. Uh, I see Onondaga because I'm looking at the schedule now. I think Onondaga is your last game of the regular yep. season, so you guys kind of have to build up to that. Where are some yeah. where are some areas do you think you're good? What are some areas you want to try to improve on throughout the season by the time you get to that point? Just our overall team like morale. Right. I mean, we can't let our team get down. And bef- and coming into that game, if we're all like, you can't have the mentality that you're going to lose. Right. So if we're all if we're all feeling it, then it should be a good one. In the off season, what were you trying to do in particular? What are you in particular trying to do to train and get ready for the year? Um, a lot of football guys did uh, seven on seven. Okay. With uh, Farsage and Lalvo. Mm-hmm. That was every Wednesday. And then, I mean, weight room, too. Right. That was big. Did you have a goal for yourself? Yep. You can continue. Our, uh, our trainer at our school actually put on, like, a speed and agility thing for a couple weeks. Okay. And I think a lot of guys went to that, too. Did you kind of have a goal for yourself? Was there, like, something you... Is there, like, a maybe a weight you wanted to achieve? Or is there... Was it... Did you have a goal for yourself for the off season? Um, yeah, we do, we do the, in the weight room, we do three lifts. It's the deadlift, squat, and bench press. Mm-hmm. And you add them all together, and then you get your final weight. And I, I was supposed to get 900, and I did over the off season. So, I mean, that was a goal for the off season. 
What are your overall goals? I mean, for you in particular, I mean, I'm sure your team's overall goal is, you know, to get to the Carrier Dome. But for you in particular, what really is your overall goal? Is there a number in mind? Is there a statistic in mind? What is your goal? Yeah, um, for the season, Coach Landick actually has us write down our goals. He says write down a team goal and then a personal goal. And my personal goal was um, 1,000 yards on the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get that this year. What was and when you write down the when you write down goals like that, how do you think that helps when you have your when you have a, when you're writing down your goals in a paper? Like how does that help your team in terms of achieving them? Do you think it helps them in terms of achieving them? Um, I think it's you know if you tape it up in your, like your locker and mm-hmm. you look at it every day, and at the end of the season, if you don't get it, you're gonna feel. You're gonna feel like you didn't give it your all, right. you know. You didn't, you didn't get what you wanted. So I think it'll motivate you to get, to get to that goal. Right. You have kind of been the lead back on this team, I think, since your sophomore year. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I think you, your sophomore years when you had most yards and you kind of kept that, that title. Having, being yeah. the lead back for three years, because a lot of times, I mean, running backs or really anyone in varsity football, I mean, they get one or two years maybe as a lead player, but you're going into your third. Having that experience, is that, have you been able to grow a lot since sophomore year through now just from being like the lead back on your team? Yeah, it's awesome, actually. Getting that experience was, was huge, and what I can grow into. And sophomore, actually, freshman, sophomore year, um, it was scary right. coming up with those big seniors, and, you know, they didn't they didn't give it easy to me, but it, it definitely did help a lot now that I look back at it. How uh, playing with those big seniors and what other ways it did did it help you? I mean, what what explain to me how playing with those big seniors helps so much? It you know you can it helps you grow. It helps you you know they know what they're doing on defense. So right. I would have been on the second team offense against the first team defense, and it would just it push you harder to you know like making the right cuts. You know. Um, Pushing past those bigger kids mm-hmm. as a sophomore, I mean, it's hard. And it pushes you every practice. gets you stronger. I talked, when I was talking to your coach a couple weeks ago when I visited your practice, he was talking to me about how the size of your team is like one of the biggest it's been in a lot of years. How is that an advantage? Having that depth, how is that an advantage for you guys? It's huge. I mean, we can, with the smaller teams, we can just wear them down. Right. I mean... Against West One, and they had, I think, 19, and we had 33 that could play. And, I mean, we were getting subs in. We were fine, and I didn't I didn't see many subs come in for them, and they were sucking wind, hands on their knees, and we were we were well-conditioned and, and fine. I mean, in section, I mean, in Class D uh, football, I mean, you've, we've seen a lot of teams drop down to eight-man this year. It seems like just the numbers in fight high school football in general or something, participation, participation yeah. in football in general has been dropping. You, but yet you guys have one of the bigger teams you've had. Why do you really think that is? What about football program in Beaver Falls or Beaver River that has allowed you guys to have this so many, such a big team? I think, like... Past success. I mean, past players mm-hmm. that have become coaches now, and they they know what we can do, and they passed on their experiences with us, and 
it gets us, you know, we want to do that too. Right. And Modified knows they, they have 30 plus two, I believe. Right. Now, are the guys you're playing with, are these guys that you have played with all the way from Pop Warner up through now? Yeah. Yeah, they are. How? So, how I mean, the, mm-hmm. the chemistry's there. The chemistry's definitely there, I, I, I would definitely imagine. What is with, I mean, you've played with these guys from the beginning to, from the beginning of Pop Warner all the way up to now Varsity. Talk to me a little about the culture of football within Beaver Falls and within uh, Beaver River. The, the community is actually a large part of it. And, you know, just team gatherings and and the amount of people that show up at games, you know. Right. And then you go to, like, a local store or something, there's people talking about football. Right. Oh, did you see the game last weekend? You know, stuff like that. I mean, uh, uh, high school football, I mean, it's a family event. You always see, you know, you guys are playing your game, yet there can be a bunch of little brothers and sisters playing their game off to the side. Are you trying to, as a varsity team, do you feel like you have to set an example, especially being a classy team where the participation participation numbers aren't always there? Do you feel a little extra pressure that you have to set a good example on the field to continue to make sure those numbers are there year after year? Yeah, I mean, we got... You see the little kids looking up at us, and they're like, wow, this is a big right. team. And if we can have a successful year, then they'll, they'll catch on to that. And the more people, the better. Are you guys doing – does your coach have you guys do maybe camps or something with younger with the younger kids in the area, younger Pop Warner teams in the area? Yeah. Um, right about – in the last couple of weeks of school, we do a, uh, a little Pop Warner-type camp yeah. with uh, little kids. And then we have a couple guys from the team, you know, like each draft or Mr. Linebacker makes up team, mm-hmm. and then we coach coach against each other. Right. And it, it's a lot of fun, actually. How, in your opinion, how important is it to do those camps in or in in terms of you know promoting the sport and promoting your program? It's wicked important. I mean, those kids they're looking up to you, and it's they, right. you know, I mean, if you do something good and you compliment them, they're gonna feel like amazing <laughs> and it's gonna, it's gonna keep getting them to play did you participate in those camps when you were a kid um i don't think they were i don't think we had those oh wow okay. i was i think mr lanaker just made it a couple a couple years ago i believe mm-hmm. interesting now you, being a senior are you starting to look at colleges are colleges looking at you how's that process been going um it's a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> I mean, I was a little unprepared for it, but um, I actually scheduled a visit to SUNY Oswego okay. in um, September. I actually had an internship there for uh, graphic design. Oh, nice. So I feel like that'll that'll help me a lot. Are you, are you looking to go there for football, or are you just looking to go there for a- academics? Um... Probably, I'm going to try baseball. Oh, baseball, okay. I mean, yeah, their baseball is pretty good, so we'll see. Um, now, you are, is graphic design something you want, you're, you're hoping to focus on? Yeah, definitely. Interesting. All right, Colin. Well, I really do appreciate you taking the time to speak to me. Uh, best of luck against Sandy Creek on Friday. I will be there, and I really appreciate it, man. All right, thank you. I want to thank Colin for taking the time to speak to me for this week's episode. Beaver River will travel down to Sandy Creek to take on the Comets Friday night at 7 p.m. It will be the Daily Times game of the week, so I will be there. 
Be on the lookout for another episode of the Varsity Spotlight around this time next week. But in the meantime, you can listen to this podcast on Anchor or on Spotify or on a bunch of other different platforms. You can follow me at on Twitter at Philip underscore Sanzo. And you can follow the Daily Time Sports account on Twitter at WDT Sports. But until next week, I will see you later.